0: welcome back to the Joe Cozo Show. We have lots to talk about. I got something going, I got something cooking here. This is the big leagues, it's New York. I said I was in the worst neighborhood, man. I said I had a near-death experience. Crazy? Robert. If you've been through what I've been through in the past month, You'd you'd be crazy too. October 31st, happy Halloween. I mean, it means absolutely nothing to me now at 48 years old, but if you have kids, God bless, go do your thing. Best candy, right? Best candy on Halloween if you get it in your bag of all time. There's top three for me. All right. Do you have a top three of yourself? Think about this for a second. All right. What candy, when you go up to someone's house, what would it be that you'd want more than anything? And if you're not selling that candy, then you're a piece of shit. I'm just gonna be honest with you you're a cheap piece of shit if you're not selling that candy because that's the candy that you want and i make sure the candy that i love i'm giving away number three is the little snickers the little snickers always a classic you're not gonna go wrong with the snickers there's absolutely no way i'll eat eight of them like that gone see you later bye come on. now what's next second It's close between those, you know, the second and third, because number one is number one. Is the Almond Joy. Little Almond Joys. Oh, God. And it's exactly what it is. It's just a little piece of almond and it's joy. It's what it is. Almond Joy is one of the best, best candies all time. It's my all-time favorite. And then number one. I don't care what you say. You can say whatever you want. I could literally eat ten in a sitting without even blinking an eye, you know, what? and I hate when they're in the house, to be honest with you, is the Reese's peanut butter cups, nothing better. And I got to have the flat cup, not the little ones, you know, those little ones with the wrapper around it. No, no, the regular Reese's pieces, just the single, nothing better. Love it. Can't go wrong. And again, if you're not giving away the candy that you love, what are you doing? You're being cheap. These kids are going to hate you thank God I live on a dead end. I don't want any kids coming. I don't want anybody coming to my house. I don't want anybody knocking on the door. I don't want any guests. I want absolute private. It's all I want. I just want 100% privacy. Now, I have a little pro tip for some guys here, and I've been doing a lot of thinking, and it really is going to help you if you take this advice. If you're in a relationship, and girls too, guys, girls, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. But if you're in a relationship, right, after a while, and I'm talking a long term relationship, whether you're married or you have a boyfriend, girlfriend for a few years now, sex starts getting mundane. You know, I would say 90% of the couples are as bored as fuck when they're having sex it's the same thing guy mounts okay whatever here's the towel when you're done wipe yourself off see you later I don't know if they're coming inside not come whatever you're doing but here's the towel anyway you know it's a classic move for a guy right gets off off the bed whatever finds the towel wipes himself down here you go bam wipe yourself off have a good life I don't know shit I got this thing in my way I don't know what to do but here's the tip and I really mean this Do yourself a favor, right? Don't tell your girl, hey, tonight I'm gonna take you out to dinner and then think that that's going to be, you know what, I take her out to dinner and we're gonna have a good night, we're gonna have good sex tonight, right? Don't think taking her away somewhere, none of that stuff, right? Being extra nice, none of that stuff is going to help you in the way that I'm going to teach you. This is advice that I'm giving you and it is guaranteed for success. Okay? You wanna spice things up. You wanna get back. You know, when you first started banging your chick, right? Or banging the guy, couldn't wait. Girl's wet as anything. You, your heart is a rock. Can't wait. Let's go. What do you got? You know, can't wait. I can't wait. Go maybe once or even twice. Those days are gone when you're in a long relationship. Those things are long gone. Gone. Unless you have a couple of beers, a couple of drinks, then whatever. Maybe, maybe not. But if you want, To do something and you want to change all of that the monotony the boredom the same routine over and over and over again it's like having kentucky fried chicken every single day no good it's no good i don't want it anymore what else you got a little side dish mashed potatoes some gravy please at least you catch my drift don't go to the mall with your girl don't go out to dinner you tell her You are taking her. Actually, I wouldn't even tell her. Get her in the car and just go to it because then you're going to be maybe talked out of it. And you go right to the adult bookstore. You walk in there with her. I know some people, I can never do it. I can never go in there with my boyfriend. Oh, stop. You're an adult. Nobody cares. You know what they're doing in there? They own the adult bookstore. You think they're embarrassed that you're walking in? I mean, think about that. They own it. So stop with the embarrassment. Stop caring with other adults people think. It's done. Those days are gone. Nobody cares. They think about you for two seconds, and then they're on to the next thought. Just like you are. You walk in there, and you do a little shopping. Buy some rope. Tie her up to the bed. Right? Start exploring her body. The girl's tied up right away. It's like, it's a brand new girl in the bed. All of a sudden, what, who is this? What am I? Back in college? What is, who is this? You tie Her up by the straps, right up on a thing, don't know what to do. Well, now you're in my command. That type of thing, okay? Handcuffs, rope, whatever it may be. Go to the adult bookstore. Buy a new vibrator for her, right? Play with it with her. Explore with it with her. Get one of those anal things. Hey, maybe she's not into it, and maybe you don't want your dick nowhere near down there. Eh, could be. Could be. Not me. I don't want my dick anywhere near there. But I'll take a toy and I'll play with it. Oh yes, I will. Like I'm playing matchbox cars when I was a kid. All day I'll do that. You got me a little couple of tools, a little couple of things, a couple of pl- toys to play with. What are you out of your mind? And that's exactly why they call it a toy. It's a toy. You're playing. And all of a sudden new things are happening. Right? Now she's doing different things and it's a totally different type of thing get one of those rabbits just to play with her clit you know not something that goes all the way in watch the difference in the whole setting i'm telling you right now stop whatever you're doing stop with the nonsense trying to fix the relationship you guys sitting down you're talking all the time what are we gonna do i need you to change i want you to change ah stop all that nonsense stop all the nonsense go to the adult toy store and go get some toys Get her, blindfold her, you know, one of those things when you're sleeping. So she starts imagining things or whatever it is, whatever it takes. Start doing new stuff. Once you do that and you come home, forget about it. First of all, now when you're coming home, think about that, right? Now you're in a car ride home and you got a whole box full of new toys that you're going to play with. Are you kidding me? What is the first thing that you're going to want to do? Use them. Eh, Maybe get a beer, a couple of beers, maybe a couple of shots, right? That's another thing, too. You don't have to be out to go do your shots. You know, especially guys, right? I'm telling you guys, I'm trying to help you out here. Line up a couple of shots on a Saturday. Hey, you want to do a shot? Let's get things going. Let's mix it up, right? Instead of having the same old, same old. You want to go to bed? Okay, take down your pants. Take down mine, whatever. You bang, you're done. See you later. Now what do you want to do? No, no, I got toys here, right? And here's the other thing, set the mood up. Get a little candles, right? Lower the the lighting, play a little nice, slow music in the background, no talking, no singing, just instrumental stuff, nice. Nothing heavy up in here, right? You're not playing Wu-Tang when you're playing with these new toys. It's not gonna work, all right? It's not happening. You're not putting that on, ghetto boys on Halloween. No, no, it's not what you're doing. What you want to do, you set it all up. And I'm telling you, you will walk away. First of all, while you're walking up to the bed and she's tied up now, and you have this array of toys, of things, It's like a doctor with all these new scalpels and all these new things. It's like a guy down in his garage and he's got his tool chest and he's going to start building something. It's like that. It's like opening up your matchbox cars and you got five or six new matchbox cars in there when you were younger. A couple of new G.I. Joes. How is it when you used to have new G.I. Joes? It's the same thing this. It's the same thing now. I got a couple of new toys. What are you going to do? What are we going to do? I'm telling you right now, change everything. It'll absolutely change the whole dynamic of the relationship. And then, then you just, and just start out, lying, start out easy at the toy store, because I'll tell you something. You know what you're gonna want to do? You're gonna want to come back. What else you got? What is this thing? What is that thing? That's what you do. Stop being bored. Take her to the adult bookstore. You don't. You could tell if you have that kind of relationship that you could tell her right away. The only thing is, why I say don't do it, you may be talked out of it. She may talk you out of it, or the guy may talk you out of it. If it's a girl saying, "Hey, this is what I want to do," just get them in the car. If it's your idea, and drive there and say, "We're going in." Even when you get there, right? It's going to be hilarious anyway because she's going to be like, or he's going to be like, well, "What's going on? We're going going in there. Well, what are we going to do? We're getting new stuff. We're going to start playing around. We're going to start having some fun again." There's nothing like it. Better. There's nothing better than having fun right? Happiness is everything. Laughing, having fun, exploring, progressing. That's what you want to start doing in your relationship. So trust me and let me know. Send me a message. I would love to hear how it goes. It will absolutely change everything. Now, again, if that's all you're using all the time, that's going to eventually get bored. That's what I'm saying. You're going to go back and you're going to go back. and You're going to have more fun and more fun. Now there's a story that I wanted to tell you. I heard this the other day. Right? I heard Eric Thomas say this story about motivation, right? He says all the time, he says, you know, what does it take to be successful, right? And here's the story. And this is how the story and how he explains it goes. Right? There's this boy and he sees this man, this rich, successful man. And the I wouldn't even say boy, young adult, right? Goes up to him and says, how do you become so successful? What do I have to do to become successful like you? What's the secret? What do you have to, you know, what does it take? And the guy's like, you really wanna be successful? And the guy's like, yeah, I do. It's exactly what I want. I want exactly what you have. How did you do it? What do you do? He goes, all right, I'll tell you what, I'll make a deal with you. Meet me at the beach tomorrow morning at 4 a.m. Kid's like, meet you at the beach at 4 a.m.? What are you talking about? Because that's right. You want to be successful. You said you want to be successful? Yes or no? Yeah, I told you I do. Meet me at the beach tomorrow morning at 4 a.m. Right? So now the kid's like, okay, I guess this is what I'm going to do. I'll meet this man, this most successful man that I know, and he's going to teach me how to be successful. Gets to the beach. He's there at 4 a.m. He's ready to go. What do you got? Here comes the successful guy. He's all right. Come on, take a walk down to the water with me kid's like, go down to the water. What is this going to do? I told this man that I want to be rich. Give me the secrets. I don't want to go for a swim. I'm not here to swim. I'm here to make money. I'm here to learn. What do you got? And and the, the old man says, the successful man says, do you want to be successful? Do you want to know what it takes to be successful? Yes or no? And again, kid's like, yes. But I don't understand. What's this war? Come on, get in the water with me right? They start going up to the water. Next thing you know, it's up down, it's up to the hip. And the guy says, "So, are you ready to be successful? He goes, yeah, I am. But what are we doing here? You're going to teach me how to swim? I know how to swim. He says, come on, let's go a little further. And then a little further. Next thing you know, they're treading water now a little bit, right? It's up to here. And that successful man takes that boy by the back of the head, and starts dipping his water and forcing him in the water, and the kid is flapping away and flapping, all the way to the point that this kid is about to die. That's how much it's 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 those seconds right before you start really. And the kid is flapping away, flapping away, and then the guy picks up the kid's head, and just. <sighs> And he says to the kid, if you want to be successful, you got to be wanting to be as successful as much as you want to breathe. Do you see how you were fighting for your last breath, fighting to breathe? That's how you have to look at being your life and being successful. You have to tackle it in that way. And if you are not doing it, then you're not going to be successful. And then, you know, I sat there and I thought to myself, isn't that the truth where these successful people, you see people like Elon Musk working around 80 hours a week and here I am, I'm just, you know, logging in, I'm just moseying on in, lalagagging, not giving my 100%. Meanwhile, I'm thinking, yeah, one day it'll happen. I'm sure you do the same thing, right? Success will come. When you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe. Again, success will come when you want it as bad as you want to breathe. When you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe. When you're fighting. And it's nothing else on your mind, right? When you're down there and that kid is down there and he's flabbing his arms all around, help, get me out of here, trying to get up, trying to get up. One thing on his mind. I'll tell you what's not on his mind, right? What's on Netflix? I'll tell you right now, that's not on his mind. How about pressing that snooze button for a second time, third time? That's not on his mind. It's one thing and one thing only, breathing. I have to get catch my breath I have to get up and I have to breathe and if you do that now really think about that if you do that right and you act like that and you put everything into wanting to be successful as bad as you want to breathe it'll happen it's the truth now one of the things I believe in is you have to have a routine people that don't have routines are people that have too many gaps in their day. And what that gap does, it allows resistance to come in. It allows excuses to walk in. So if you're not completely regimented, you don't have a complete routine schedule throughout the day, and you have those gaps, things are going to start happening that you didn't foresee and you're gonna start getting lazy. You're gonna get something to eat. You're going to sit down on the couch. You may start browsing on Instagram, on TikTok. I call it the TikTok vortex. As much as a genius as that app is, is as bad as it is for humans. Okay, the app is totally genius. If you wanted to be an entrepreneur and you had an idea and it's TikTok, it is unbelievable because it sucks. It is completely made for people to just come in and forget everything else in their life or what's going on. But here's the thing. You could be watching TikTok for 10 minutes straight, and then you pick your head up and I'm sitting there right there. Okay, tell me about all the videos you just watched. You probably couldn't even remember half of them. The only one you probably could remember is maybe the last two, if that. Because it's it, it, your, your mind be start, starts becoming jelly, like jello, gone. It's the worst thing. It is the absolute worst thing. Today, right, so over the weekend, I said, all right, so you're going to start your new routine. And this is what you're going to do. And you're going to be held accountable for what you're doing all the time during the day. So today, I got up at 4.30. I went to the gym. I worked out. I came back then after the gym i went right to yoga hot yoga and i love hot yoga even though today let me let me explain something to you today so here i am right i go to the gym i'm working out i'm feeling absolutely phenomenal now because i know that i'm going to yoga i know that's next i got all the yoga stuff in my in my truck so you know i'm i'm happy that i'm at the gym i'm working out i'm trying to get myself motivated trying to you know be something make something of this life because his life goes like that, obviously, you know that. Get in the truck, I head over to yoga, hot yoga. I go there, I put my mat down and everything. Getting ready, people start coming in. I'm sitting there, I'm just meditating. It's so hot in there, but it feels so absolutely great because you know, again, that you're doing something. You're, you, you, know, you're, you have a schedule. Lady comes in, Right. lowers the lights a little bit and then starts playing her music. Whatever playlist that she's gonna play, it's 6 a.m. in the morning, right? And I'm loving this, because I wanna be, I wanna meditate a little while I'm doing it. I like to talk to God while I'm at yoga. I like to really just start calming things down. It's a nice release mechanism to slow everything down, right? My body parts, my brain, because your brain is always constantly going. And you wanna be able to control your brain, control your thoughts, because if you can control your thoughts, then you can control whether or not you're happy or sad, right? Because being happy or sad, it's just a choice. When you really break it down and the brain functions, right, and how the brain is, and it's just a bunch of circuits. It's literally just saying, as a choice, I want to be happy, or I want to be sad. Too many of us, too many of us, they, you know, we live in sadness. We live in it, We can't get out of it. And it starts becoming the norm. And then when certain things start happening and you're getting out of it, you tend to get sucked right back into it. So anyway, here I am. I'm being positive. Again, back at Yoga Flex. She starts playing her music. And all of a sudden, it's 6 a.m., right? You would think, "What? What what are you thinking? Nice, easy music. No. She starts playing Beat It by Michael Jackson. Now, one, it's a pedophile. I don't want any Michael Jackson music in my life ever again. I'm not listening to Dirty Diana. I'm not listening to Thriller. I don't care that it's Halloween. I don't care about any of it. Michael Jackson, gone. I'll see you later. Good night. Don't want it. That's A. And B, you know how many times I've heard these songs? I'm done with any of these old, old, old songs that i probably heard, I don't know, 700 times. I don't care. I don't want anything to it. But it's 6 o'clock in the morning, and we're trying to meditate. I'm trying to get that nice juju going here. And you're playing Beat It? I swear, I almost said, what the fuck is going on in here? Is everybody okay with this? This is the playlist that you're choosing? This is exactly what you're doing? Going right into Beat It at 6 a.m.? I was was done. And you know what else she starts playing after Beat It? I, I, I can't even... I, it took me so much just to just relax and, and stop it. Because again, it's a choice. I could either be mad and I could let it still get to me. But I'm not looking forward to now. It's like 6.03, 6.04 a.m. And you're playing Katy Perry Poker Face or whatever. Lady Gaga Poker Face, whatever. Whoever's singing that song, I don't want to hear it. It's 6 a.m. I'm here to relax. I'm here to meditate. I'm here to get hot yoga. Let's go. I'm here to clear my mind. And I got this. This is not a club. What are you doing? What are you doing? You're ruining my time. Now I don't know what to do, right? Because I'm the newest person in this whole thing here. I just started doing yoga and hot yoga. I'm trying to make it again, like my routine. And now do I go in there and I just say, hey, what's up with the playlist? I'm not accepting this. I don't want Michael Jackson. Then, of course, the thriller comes on like 10 songs later. I don't care. I don't want to hear thriller. It does nothing for me. She let it go all the way to the end when that guy's talking. You know what I'm talking about? You know, uh, um, goons and gals and total like, go for your Halloween or whatever delight. You know, whatever that guy, that guy at the end of the song of thriller, and he's just talking, he's talking. I'm, I'm, I'm trying, I'm at yoga, I'm at yoga. Know the room, read the room. And I tell, you know, and I say this, and I mean this to you, when you walk into something, when you're, whatever you're doing, make sure that you're reading the room properly, right? And it could be for anything, anything. Right? You don't go in and all of a sudden start telling jokes in a, when there's a serious business talk going on, right? You're not trying to do that. You're trying to stay in the room. You don't want to make any certain kind of jokes that may offend people, right? Because what are you doing? You're reading the room. Probably not going to want to bash Black Lives Matter at the National Black Caucus. Probably not, right? Probably, probably not a good idea. I don't know. Maybe it, Maybe it is. Probably not. I wouldn't do it. But you got to read the room. People are there at this yoga to relax. And this is what you're doing? It's killing me. It's killing me. But anyway, back to this now, right? So now here we go. Think about my day now, what I've started, what I'm doing. Another thing that I want to start doing, and I think you really should do this because I think then this holds you accountable. Have a notepad and a pen on your night table right by the side of your bed. And when you wake up every day, when I mean when you physically get up, not when you're pressing snooze because that's the worst thing that you should do. You should listen to a book, The Five Second Rule by Mel Robbins. It is, you know, she's, she absolutely has something there. And every time you're about to get up, what she says is you count down like a rocket ship, five, four, three, two, one, and get up. Because your body's conditioned to when you are hearing that countdown to automatically say, okay, something new is about to happen. Something's about to happen. And what's about to happen is you get up. But when you do get up, instantly grab the pen, Right? Just grab that pen and write down the time that you're up and do that for the whole week. And then see what the average time that you're actually getting up. And then you'll see that and you say, are you kidding me? I got up at 5.30, I I wanted to get up at 4.30 and I got up at 5.30 instead. It starts putting things right in front of your face, right? And that's what you wanna do. You wanna start being held accountable to what is happening in your life. You put it there, you wanna have accountability. That's what you wanna do. Now, because, you you know, so how many of us, right? When you get up, now I get up early and I'm, you know, when I start getting ready and I start have to brush my teeth, you know, I hear, I'll go right back to bed. That's what I'm saying to myself. It's not like I'm up and I can't, I'm going to tackle this day is the best. No, 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 no. I got that devil right here. I'm both on blast. Go back to bed, Joe. Like lurking. Go back to bed. It's cool. See how nice you were? You were actually sleeping because I'm a light sleeper too, by the way. You were just actually sleeping, and I'll put you right back to bed. You go right in there, you go under the covers, make it nice, go back in there. But you have to resist, that's resistance, and you have to resist resistance. And you gotta get up and you have to start doing it. Again, the only thing that is going to change in your life that you have control over is you. Everything else, pure luck. You don't have control over other people. You can't change other people. The only person you can change, the only real thing that you can change is yourself. You have to train yourself. Stop with this nonsense. Start investing in what you want to do. You know, you have the molecule in you, dopamine, right? And what does dopamine do? It transmits certain wavelengths through your brain. That's why you see you get that dopamine hit. And you see people using cocaine or whatever, or ecstasy, and it does certain things to your dopamine. Dopamine, right? When you have an abundance of that, it's usually when you're being rewarded with something. Okay, think about this, right? Human beings are hunter-gatherers. That's what we were by nature. We've been on Earth for over 2 million years. I believe the first human to be on Earth was 2 million years ago. Think about their lifestyle in comparison to the lifestyle that we have today, right? But think about how long they were doing that. We just started with the iPhone streaming devices, microwaves. It's really still in its infancy that human beings have been adjusted to this type of you know, culture. But think about what is ingrained in our system, getting up and hunting for our food, right? And that's what we would do. We'd go out there, we'd have our tribe, whatever it would be. And why do, you know, what are we trying to achieve here? We're going to get food, right? And you set up and it's already inherently in your body, in your system a incentive reward type system. The incentive is what? I have to go there and catch this food, right? I have to hunt. I have to do that, that's the incentive. I have to go out there. And what's the reward? The food itself, bringing it back, right? Think about how happy they were when the tribe came back or you, you are, you're there, you're hunting for your family, you have your kids back at the camp. And they can't eat, they're relying on you. And you make that kill. You get that dopamine fix, you, may, you kill that with the bow and arrow, with a spear. I don't know, maybe you even do it with your hands. Who knows? But that dopamine fix now comes in, right? And you go, you bring it back and everybody's happy, you start cooking it, you start eating it, and you're off doing it again and again and again. You're doing it for your whole entire life. That system That reward, incentive reward system, we have now stripped that from ourselves in human society. Because now we could just go to Burger King. Somebody's cooking it for us, right? We're not hunting. We're not doing anything. I'm driving up to the drive-thru. I put an order in. They cook it. They do everything. Put it in a package. Next thing you know, it's sitting on my lap. What did I do? Absolutely nothing. I reached in my pocket. Maybe I gave my iPhone and I did a little Apple Pay, which is the best, best. I hate it and I love it. Apple Pay very convenient, but they know everything that we're doing. Every single thing that we're doing as human beings, Google knows it all. And if you don't think they're reading your emails, think again. But back to what I'm saying is that incentive reward type situation has now been taken from us. And we have to, as human beings now, figure out a way to get that Now, I'm not saying that we got to go and hunt for our food. Absolutely not. But one of the ways, an easy way to get somewhat something of an incentive reward is going out and buying your own food, fruits, vegetables, mussels, fish, salmon, stuff that is very healthy for you. I'm not talking about the crap. All right. It's not what I'm talking about. And then coming home and prepping it, cooking it, and then eating it. See, then you have the incentive to go there. To go get it. That's the incentive. I'm going to go get this food because I'm going to make a nice meal for myself. And the reward is after it's done, after you cook it, absolutely eating it and saying, "Wow, this is delicious. I love it. This is good." So you get a little bit of that. Instead of you keep buying your food, Uber Eats. Next thing you know, you get a little notification on your phone. Give, give you know, Alex three minutes to put your food, your food at the door. Give me a couple of time, you know, a little time. Okay. You got it, Alex. Don't ring the doorbell, because then my dogs are gonna bark, and I already put in the notes, don't ring my doorbell, but they'll ring it anyway. I don't care, whatever. It is what it is. The food's there, it's like magic. But again, where is that incentive reward type system? It's gone. So you have to find certain things. That's that's why you start having a routine, because what a routine does is you set yourself up for success. You know at certain times during the day, this is what I have to do, and when I do them, I'm successful. Because at the end of the day, right, you have to ask yourself Am I better off tonight than I was when I woke up this morning? And you have to answer that truthfully. And how many times would we sit there and say, Hmm, probably not. There were so many things I wanted to get done today but I had to take Mikey to soccer practice and I had to take you know so-and-so to gymnastics and then this happened and then I got that phone call and then it's excuse, excuse, that's all resistance. And you sit there and say, well, tomorrow I'll start again. And the next thing you know, three weeks have gone by, you haven't done anything. And if anything, your waist is getting bigger, you look like crap and that's what's happening here. You know, something else that I, I learned too, and this is, this is and, and I mean this, right? People that are skinny and in shape, I believe are happier, genuinely happier, than if you're overweight and you're just eating like a slob. First of all, the food that you put into your body is going to determine how you are, right? And what you're doing and what type of mood you're in. If you're eating all this junk, all this artificial foods, all of these you know, man-made type foods, I'm telling you right now, your body is going to act a certain way. You're not going to be happy. You're going to have those quick little highs, those sugar highs, and then it's going to be over. You're going to start getting a gut. It's going to be difficult as you get older. So what my thing is, is what I'm saying is if you are not jogging or sprinting, especially when you start getting older and lifting weights, the older you are, the more weights I think that you should be implementing into your routine because it helps you out. Think about it, right? You see these people. First of all, let's just take a jogger, for instance, right? The New York Marathon. How many fat bastards do you see winning the New York Marathon or the Boston Marathon? None. They're all in shape. Veins galore, skinny, right? Got their shorts on, wearing a tank top, maybe with a headband. They're running for 28 miles. Can you run 28 miles? I can't run 28 miles right now. The only way that I'd be able to run twenty miles is if I'm in 100% perfect shape. Those people are. They're watching what they eat. They're watching what they're putting into their body. All right? Just even alone, when you see somebody jogging around your neighborhood, usually pretty pretty much in shape. How many fat bastards do you see jogging around the block? And if they are, what are they doing? They're walking. <laughs> yeah. Just walking. What Come on, stop. You got to run. You got to get the heart rate up. So one of the things that I've noticed is the people that are the healthiest, these people that are happy, these people that are in shape, they're jogging. Now I'm not saying you have to jog around the block. Go on the treadmill. Do sprints. I don't go, I don't jog on the treadmill. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. What I do is when I get to the gym, the first thing I do is I get into the gymnasium part, and when I go to the gym, I go into the basketball court and I have a timer. I put it on for six minutes and I do sprints back and forth for six minutes straight until the alarm goes back off. That's what I do. Now I'm not running at top speed after like a minute or two, but I'm trying to as best I can. And now that gets my heart rate up. Now I'm sweating. Now I feel like I'm into it. Here we go. And really, if you think about it, how fast does six minutes go? Like that, gone. If you had to wait at the doctor's office and you know, when you're usually waiting forever and ever, and then all of a sudden you get there, you sign in, sit down, and in six minutes, they call your name. You'd be like, whoa, 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 okay, here we go. Let's get to it, right? That's how fast six minutes is. So invest in that six minutes. And then every time I work out, whatever I'm doing, so let's just say I'm doing chest, and I'm doing just a flat, regular bench press, right? And I do my three sets. I then go right to the treadmill, you know, after each one of those, you know, when I'm done with a certain uh, exercise, and then I run fast, like nine miles an hour, I put it on the treadmill for a minute straight, again, getting that heart rate up, you got to do these things, especially when you start getting older, your body has to move. Because if you now go back, and I'm going to do it in full circle, those hunter gatherers at 48 years old, what were you doing, you were in shape, you think those people were 300 pounds hunting for food? First of all, there wasn't enough food for that, right? That's another thing that's happening here, right? Now, what are we doing? We're sitting on the couch. Food is an abundance in our cupboards, right? In in the drawers, in the cabinets. You have cereal, you have all these things. You can eat whatever you want. It's always there. So again, that dopamine fix is totally wiped out. That I'm going to go get something, I'm going to then hunt for it, and I'm going to bring it back and I'm gonna eat it and my family's now going to do that. And that takes away, think about, now that void that you were supposed to do that and you're just sitting there and you're eating potato chips on the couch like a fat bastard, does absolutely nothing for you. It really is something when you think about it. So, all right, listen, what do we got here? Halloween, okay? October 31st, if you get a chance, go over to our YouTube channel, subscribe, helps out the show, share the show, right? Share it. Let's get it out there. Let's have a good time. It's on Rumble as well, streaming on all podcasts, uh, the Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, you name it. All right? And with that being said, October 31st in the books. We are out. Peace. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. But that wraps it up for another edition of the Joe Cozo Show.